Money Show. Small Business. The Small Business Focus brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Um, what's it like out there? Um, we're in a box with no windows. It's desperate. I desperately want to run and go and have a look outside and just see how dusty it is. Alon Ray's um, is growing a beard, um, and he came in and he was dusting his beard off. Is it really that bad? It's like Saudi Arabia. I thought you looked like a bit like a desert dweller. <laughs> this is to protect myself. Yeah, but, but it is. It's rough, it's rough out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's this red sand. It's uh, it's it's amazing. It's quite surreal. Mm, absolutely. People are asking us this evening whether flights are delayed. As best we can tell, um, we're trying to get hold of the airports company. Um, airports company, guys, please give us a call. I really would love to hear from you this evening. 011-883-0702. Just some assurance on flights. Uh, Cedric uh, did send us an SMS saying, I just landed at uh, Lanceria from Cape Town. It was bumpy, but we made it. So our flight schedule's on schedule, I wonder. Um, uh, give us a shout this evening if you've got any insights for us, please. We'd love to hear that on 011-883-0702. If you're in Cape Town, it's like the airport there because flights into Joburg are delayed. We don't know. 021-446-0567. Elon uh, Race has been very busy today. I was seeing your name linked to Shell mm-hmm. and to Bonang Mohale, a recent former shapeshifter on The Money Show. He's an energetic, vibrant guy who's worked across industry, worked at SAA for a bit and nowadays he's running Shell South Africa but you've teamed up with him from a small business perspective. Yeah, they have a program called Shell Livewire which is actually across, I think it's 17 countries across the world and they're launching in South Africa this uh, version 2.0 of Livewire and South Africa was chosen and we were chosen as the partners uh, the, to, to actually run the program for the next three years. Yeah, so what, what, what's, what's the program going to entail? Because there are lots of small business programs and everybody seems to be throwing money at it and throwing resources at it and throwing skills at it. Yeah. Um, and I'm just wondering how much of it is really making an impact. Yeah, so this program is aimed specifically at the youth. Um, it starts off with 50 uh, uh, participants and then we whittle it down over a, a period down to 10 so from 50 to 20 to 10, and those 10 then get an opportunity to go into the shell supply chain. and then So there must be specifically running businesses linked to shell. So whether it be supplying rubber boots for people who work on the forecourts or whatever it might be, it must be something that makes business sense for shell. Correct. They've given us five, a direction around five particular uh, value chains to look for. And so we had over 600 applications. We tried to guide the, 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 the marketing to uh, attract people who would be in those supply chains. Um, and we've got it down to 50. And I was there this morning at the launch. It was an unbelievable launch. And, um, you know, uh, Bodang was there to, to endorse it. It's, it's under his, uh, it's a, it's his budget personal, you know, yeah. under his, uh, li- line out of budget. So he's come to endorse it. The executives have endorsed it. Um, and it's a very exciting because the, the, there's, there's, um, executive backup. You know, it's not just as in, in middle management that they're just doing a project. Yeah, this is like really from the top. Uh, it's great to hear. And it's really nice to hear that we've got these 50 youngsters who are going to be put into, I suppose, a survivor style environment where you get voted off the island. Yeah. Um, but if you're one of the, if you really 
do hone your business and you really do hone your skills and you're going to help with that, no doubt, yeah. um, you get into that shell supply chain. You have the basis of a sustainable business, which is what we, we need to see created, not fly by nights. Bruce, I think the important thing is that, first of all, it, it, you know, the, the quantum of, being, of uh, orders from Shell are not small. These, they become big businesses. But more importantly, we want to diversify these businesses so they don't rely just on Shell, that Shell is used to precipitate a sustainable business and that they don't live and die by Shell's cycles. Mm, absolutely. Well, good luck with that. I'm looking forward to seeing how Live Wire works out. Mm. Um, tonight... Um, we, we always talk about startups and we always talk about small business and all that sort of stuff. And we forget that one or two person law firms or mm. dentists uh, surgeries or mm. doctors practices. I don't want to be practiced on. Why don't they call them something else? I wonder. But anyway, um, where doctors practices are effectively small businesses. They are um, and they will live and die by their administration. And. Doctors go to university for eight years, and if they specialize, then it takes even longer. And they're terribly good at pulling out tonsils or adenoids or dentists with teeth, all of that sort of stuff. They are functionally very good at what they do. But they probably don't like the, the business of running the business, and they've got to be good at it, don't they? Yeah. So, Bruce, you know why I'm so interested in the subject over the last six months or so, I've been getting a huge amount of inquiries from professionals. But... Uh, you know, so so I sort of ask myself, why all of a sudden are we getting so many inquiries from professionals? And then you realize that they are running a little practice or a, or a big practice is a business. And they, you know, there's a sense that there's a sort of professionalism that we don't solicit business. In some industries, you're not even allowed to solicit for business. And there's a sense of inappropriateness of, of running a business. I'm a professional and it's inappropriate for me to think like a business person. But times have changed and and professionals need to be changing with those times. You, you're talking specifically, if, you, if you're if you a, a local GP in an area, you, you're new to the area perhaps, um, mm. nobody knows you're there until they know you're there. So how do you let people know you're there without being brash about it and sounding like you're one of those people who sticks dirty ads onto the side of phone boxes? So, you know, there's, uh, I think marketing when you're starting a business is very important. What I find quite interesting is that many professionals don't have business cards. So, for example, many of the dentists don't have business cards. They, you, so they don't have an opportunity when they're out there to market themselves and here's my business card. To, you know, to, Your teeth are awful. Come and yeah. see me. <laughs> yeah. So, so to, to make them and to hand them out. Websites, some industries don't, of course, allow websites, but there's what, ways what, around what, what doesn't allow websites? Psychologists, I think, don't allow uh, uh, to have a website soliciting uh, business. Things are, things are changing there, but um, there's ways around that that you can set up a website as a psychologist selling other services such as talks or, 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 or the like, you know, the other professional um, consulting per se as opposed to psychology. So websites are, 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 impo- are important. Thought leadership. You know, you see the successful um, professionals or the ones that are on shows like your, uh, yeah. like this one. They they put themselves out there. They they build expertise and they and they they become thought leaders in a space. And, and suddenly, um, there's what's his name, the the urologist with Reedy on a Wednesday morning, Doctor Shanghai. Um, yeah, he, he, he just sounds lovely and trustworthy, and <laughs> and he's just like, if I have to go and see a urologist, I want to go and see him because he makes me feel good. Um, <laughs> and, and 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 that is precisely what it is. I mean, he's built. 
building a brand as being the go-to guy if you've got plumbing issues. Correct. <laughs> and I think Dr. D in psychology was, yeah. was that. And then you've got the sexologist that you have on 702. Um, and, and, and that's the kind of – but it doesn't need necessarily need, need to be just on radio. It could be in the newspapers, in the magazines, etc. Mm. And that's subtle. I mean, it's a clever way of putting yourself out there. You build a credible brand as somebody who is an expert in their particular field. Yeah. So, so what I put it down to is being known for something. It's almost mm. like a specialization within a specialization that, you, that if you're a doctor, you're, the, you're that kind of doctor. You know, you're that guy. You know, even waiting for you, I was sitting with you, your producer and they were talking about um, a certain doctor who is on this this, uh, this radio station but is also known for a certain type of thing. So, Could you be a little bit less obscure? No. Who are they gossiping about? No, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are a professional, um, if, you are, if you are somebody who is an expert in your particular field and you've got to run your business um, as a professional and you're struggling with it and you want some guidance, we're going to get some of that guidance from Alon Reyes this evening, Chief Executive of Reyes Corp. But if you've got particular issues you want to raise with Reyes Corp, give us a call on 021-446-0567-011-883-0702. If you're a professional, if you're a lawyer, psychologist, a doctor or a gynecologist, how do you operate the business of your business, Alon Reyes from Reyes Corp? How? Yeah, like a business. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, it's as simple as that, like a business. And very often when uh, people start their uh, professional practices, they they don't know how to get their first clients. And I think the most important thing to do there is to go and identify who are the potential referrers um, and influencers in your industry. So what's the ecosystem of, of your industry? So as an example, your, the orthodontist you spoke about earlier, dentists. Are, are, are the referrers to orthodontists. Yeah. Psychologists would be schools, doctors, even psychiatrists. But another interesting place where we forget to look is the people who are doing extremely well and have overflow. And to go to them and say, I'll take on your overflow and build a relationship with them because they don't want to, to let people down and they're looking for somebody re- reliable. And uh, I think that most of them remember what, how hard it was to start their own practices. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's acquiring customers. So we, we've got the customers now, and then mm. it comes down to, to running the business of the business. So we had Sanjay come through earlier saying, my biggest problem as a doctor is labor legislation. And, and it's admin stuff, which must be one of the, 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 the things that removes the greatest amount of joy from running your, your business on a daily basis is just paper and admin and having to do the stuff that you weren't trained to do at university. Many professionals actually clump together. I think it's a clump of professionals, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're uh, gathering a team, a, a profession, a, a yes, okay. We'll, but we'll, not a clump. We'll, we'll, no, 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 okay, no, all that's right. why it's so bad in English. Let, let's, cra- that, let's crowdsource <laughs> this one. What is a collective noun for professionals? Um, yeah, a, be, a bevy of professionals. Uh, uh, no? No, <laughs> 31702, 31567. Give me a collective noun for professionals, please. What would be, uh, you know, in a doctor, you call it a practice of professionals hmm. and a law firm you call it i can think of lots it's of bad practice things. also practice no, no but i i, 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 I yeah. borrow i don't oh. know um, but yeah so uh, some, that, some, that, some collective nouns please they they get together and they they uh, share resources like a bookkeeper or a receptionist etc so many of them get together to share those resources others outsource that 
And I think the biggest mistake professionals make is try and do it by themselves up front. It's not their speciality. Give it to other professionals to do what they do best and outsource it and, and build your uh, practice properly from the beginning. Because very often what I see with professionals who come to us is they are in such a mess, it'll take another 6 to 12 months to actually fix it. Whereas if you just did it properly and paid a little bit more up front, it would be right right now. Uh, and that, I mean, you go into a dentist practice and there is a single dentist on duty and you've got a good relationship with that dentist and they've got your x-rays and they know all your bits and pieces and suddenly you've got a problem and you phone them up and say, oh, terribly sorry, he's off today, he's sick. Mm. Um, and you go, there's no one else to help you. And, yeah. and and that's a weakness in that sort of standalone environment. Um, where, and that's why I suppose these guys do club together in a club of professionals. Mm-hmm. 3170231567. Come on, send me collective nouns for professionals, please. Mm. Uh, but it is. It, it's, it's then um, you, you, because also to have a full time bookkeeper or full time office manager if you're a standalone doesn't really make sense. But if mm. they're four doctors, mm. then to have two or three administrative staff pulling it all together, then that, that would be good. Yeah. And, you know, the, you talk about uh, that kind of stuff. You've got policies that need to be in place for example what's your cancellation policy do you allow people just not to pitch or do you have a cancellation policy of 24 hours it's always tricky isn't it yeah so different professions have different standards or norms around that and so you would have to understand what what those norms are and implementing it somebody designed that they've agreed to the to that when you're starting out, though, it's really hard to put the policy in place. But if you don't put the policy in place, six months down the line, you, you've got patients who are fairly regular or you've got um, clients who are fairly regular who are irregular in their habits, um, and suddenly you then lump them with a cancellation fee, they're going to rebel quite strongly against that. You've allowed them to v- develop the bad habit. Correct. I think it's also discretionary that if you have a client that is regular, that is always paid, that always pitches up, I think you use your discretion at times to say sure. this is totally out of the norm and you might let it slip. But you're exactly right. You, let, you allow your clients to, to develop bad habits with you. And I think it's around deservedness that do you feel believe you deserve that hour was set aside for that client? No one else can fill that time because they bought that time and why shouldn't you be paid for it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's like not pitching for an appointment. It's kind of rude. Um, and if there's a good reason, you know, you've got to be, you've got to be, I suppose, a little bit more understanding about it. But it's about making those rules and, uh, and having those rules up front. Yeah. Give me another tip before we go to some collective nouns. There's some quite fun. When you, when you start and you don't have lots of clients, put them all on one day. So make, you it, look busy. <laughs> make it a Wednesday and put them all one after another. So they all see other people coming and going. And the other four days you spend going out there and marketing yourself. <laughs> Lovely trick. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it seems like a dirty trick, doesn't it? But um, if if you if if you know, you know if somebody's looking for a psych, somebody to talk to a counselor, for example, you've got to go and see Alon. Boy, he's, he's busy, so busy, but I'm, I'm sure he says he can find you a gap. You know? Yeah. And, that, and that's the other one is to create rarity by giving them the times that you can see them. You pull out, you know, your empty diary and say, I can see you Wednesday at 12. Uh, yes, 12. Oh, these are dirty <laughs> tricks. Um, okay, so a murder of lawyers, <laughs> a gaggle of professionals, a brain of professionals, a pack of lawyers, not very nice, um, a convention of professionals. I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this, guys. I'm not feeling this. A brothel of professionals. It's a different kind of profession. Olds in Esterville. Um, a postponement of professionals. 
So often it does feel like when you go into these places, because they're so blim and busy, you have, yeah. it's a postponement. Yeah. Um, and somebody else says a silk of attorneys. Uh, there we are. That's positive. Um, any, any more coming through this evening? Uh, thank you, Roger, for a silk of attorneys. But it, it is about not being scared to spend the money um, and to get your systems in place. Because as a professional, the money will come. Yes. So put the systems in place up front. Correct. Yeah. One, one more before I let you go. Follow up. You you uh, get a referral from, let's say, your psychologist from a doctor. After you've met with the patient, phone up the doctor and tell the doctor how you, how their referral is doing. And that be interested. It allows you a second or third contact. It builds credibility. It uh, it shows you you are um, you care. Uh, and you top of mind with that doctor, and he or she will refer again and again and again. How important are conferences and conventions and industry events uh, as a professional? Well, that's about authority, building your authority in, in that space. You know, in terms of uh, building yourself, uh, in terms of your knowledge base and uh, your connectivity, it depends on how those those conferences are structured, whether it's just a, a gaggle of... of uh, uh, those professionals, those, then you can't, other than uh, meeting one another and learning from one another, it's not about building your market. So it's either an authority piece or uh, you you want to go to conferences where you can get people who will refer to you. Those are the more interesting ones. No. So as as an orthodontist going to uh, a dentist conference. No, absolutely. But it, So it is about those networks. It's about ensuring that you are the go-to guy or the go-to person um, in that particular industry. Yeah. But, yeah, the bottom line on this is treat your practice like a business. And it not, is a business. And not like a practice. I mean, yeah. it's well that you're a healer. You're wonderful. Good. Yeah. But you deserve to make that business and your and your clients, your customers, your patients deserve for that business to be sustainable. So run it properly so that you can make sure that you're there in 10 years' time for them. Yeah, Bruce, I, I mean, the bottom line for me is that I think the days of professionals waiting for people to uh, walk through the door is gone. And I see too many professionals who can't make ends meet because they don't have the skills to go out there and build a business. And I'm more referring to actually building a client base up front than actually the underlying contracting, Mm. etc. So for me, that's an incredibly important shift that needs to happen with professions. Alon Rays, the chief executive of Rays Corp this evening. He's getting lots of calls from people who you would think are perfectly in control and perfectly managing their, their daily lives. But actually, here we go. If you if they get it right, Alon, we've got the ultimate collective now mm-hmm. from Jeff. Yes. It's a profit of professionals. <laughs> That's what it should be, Jeff. Nice one. Thank you.